0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Hot Takes, the show where we see a movie, we don't talk about the movie, but we talk to you, the audience, about the movie. And I'm jo- I'm Robert Anderson. I'm your host for today. I'm joined by uh, two just powerhouses of of friends of mine. Uh, what oh, was, my I, name? Oh, yeah, I just forgot. What was yours again? Uh, my name's Mike Burge. <laughs> and I'm sorry, your name again? Uh,
1: Diana Jamiro. It's, nice it's, nice <laughs> it's
0: nice to meet <laughs> it's, it's you guys, my powerhouse friends. It's nice to meet you. It's nice to finally meet you Lovely guys. Lovely to have
2: you. Yes. <laughs> Long time listener, uh, first time guest.
0: <laughs> yes, good, good. I can't wait to hear what you guys feel about movies for the first time <laughs> ever. Movies.
2: Don't know if you heard. He's big, big fan. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: kind of dig them. Kind of like them a lot. Uh, today, we are here to talk about a movie we just saw called uh, Boy Erased, directed oh, oh. by Joel Edgerton. 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 Mm-hmm. And um, it's based off a true story, based off a memoir of a book by the same name. And yeah, it's. Uh, it doesn't make you feel too good. I felt pretty bad. Yeah. It makes, you, it makes you feel some pain. There's a good... By the end of it, you feel a little better. But uh, no spoilers in this first half, but some general impressions... I think it's sometimes it's kind of hard to talk about like these heavy hitting movies, but in without the best, giving too much away. Yeah, but you know, in in the best way we can. How do we? How do we feel about this movie?
1: Are you looking at me? Me we, first? Yeah, you. <laughs> <laughs> you.
3: Uh,
1: I thought it was. I thought it was good. Um, it was. It was. Uh, it was rough. Yeah. Um, subject matter, and I think the pacing intentionally. At least mm-hmm. that was my impression of it was that it was a little painful, but I think it was supposed to be. Yeah. Um Joel Edgerton. It comes at night. I'm trying to think of what other movies that I really like him in. This is his first Attack time. Attack
2: of the Clones. Attack
0: of the Clones. Is he in Attack of the Clones? He
2: plays Uncle Owen. Oh, Uncle oh, Owen.
1: Fuck your brain. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, first time directing. And no, uh, second time. Second time?
2: He made the gift with um Yes.
0: The gift. The gift. I thought he directed. Uh, it comes at night. I'm not. No, a- no, 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 no. The no. guy.
2: It comes at night was directed by uh, your, your your fine gentleman who made uh,
3: Krisha.
1: Wait, wait, uh, wait. So tell me about the gift. The not gif- to be confused with the shack.
2: Not to be confused with the shack. Although I think, I think Joel Edgerton in is in that, that right? too. Yeah. Does that
1: mean he's never mind religious? Yeah.
2: I don't think so. Not I, after I, this
1: movie, I don't I, I think, think so. I think that he I might so
2: <laughs> be, and I think that's an interesting conversation that we'll get into once we probably get into spoilers talking, because religion is a pretty big thing with this just as much as uh, uh, sexuality and all of that stuff. Sure. Um,
0: uh, for those who don't know, the movie is about conversion therapy. Yes.
2: Yes. Uh, and I, uh, the gift is, uh, what's his face? Uh, I'm very tired today. Um, <laughs> the guy from Game Night... From Arrested Development, I'm thinking oh, Jason, Jason, Bateman. Bateman. Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman. Jason
1: Oh, wait, was that the movie did you watch that movie? Yeah. And you said it was like a little creepy, a little boring.
2: Yeah, well that's the movie is okay. very like in a, He, directed, it, that he directed
3: that movie. He oh, directed
2: that movie. He stars I didn't in it too. That. Yeah. It's a okay. very, very good like horror attention oh, movie. okay. And it's a little creepy, a little boring in the same way that this movie is a little painful to watch and a little boring. Like it's yeah. there's moments that allow the tension to breathe and stuff well, like that. Yeah.
1: Okay, so that's that's your impression.
2: Well, I mean, that's what the gift is. That's so. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. a second movie doing that, and uh, I'm, I guess my my impression on the movie is that it's a really well made movie yeah. for uh, the scope of it. You pretty much are in three yeah. or four places the yeah. entire movie, including yeah. flashbacks. Mm. Uh, yeah, the cast is awesome. they great. Lucas Hedges knocks it out of the park yet again. The guy can't be stopped. And yeah. my favorite performance in the movie, real quick, is Russell Crowe. Really? I think what Russell Crowe does in this movie is is same with Nicole Kidman. Like that, uh, Nicole Kidman and Russell Crowe play Lucas Hedges' parents, mm-hmm. and I think both of their performances in it are just like powerhouses. I think they're really, really cool.
1: I think Nicole Kidman does a really good job. Yeah, great actress. I think
0: they both kind of disappear in the yeah. movie. Uh, I'm still trying to figure out, like, kind of, like how much I liked it. I definitely liked the movie. Yeah. Um, I think as we massage and talk talk about it, I'll be able to kind of I think decipher it's, that.
1: It's well. sort of a weird... Like you said, like in movies like this where the subject matter is either a little disturbing or yeah. the, just like it's distressing. It's, it's sort of like... You're not necessarily saying like you liked it, but you're appreciating that it was a good movie. It's like when
0: someone posts something that's like making fun of someone for being racist on Facebook and you like it. Yeah. Then you're like, wait, I'm not saying that I... Like racist. Yeah. I'm saying, I like that you're making fun of this person. Or it's like, I or think it's like it's someone's is. like, oh, but well, my
2: grandma passed away, and yes. oh, here's some pictures I'm showing and you like it. Before like, they gave you the emojis where you could be like, oh, sad. Yeah, See, like, that yeah, was, was a good call on yeah. Facebook to do that. I guess so. Yeah.
1: I was thinking more like, you know, you can. Like Schindler's List, but you don't like the Holocaust. Even even,
0: even better uh, movie <laughs> <laughs> analogy for well, sure. Yeah. I, I you know
1: what I mean? That like movies I, like this I don't not... approve of conversion therapy, but right. I appreciated but this, this, look this look Niva into Niva it. this Movie, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, the
2: movie doesn't condone conversion no, therapy, totally. and there's moments where it shows what conversion therapy is and how it proclaims that it helps yeah, and it kind of seems like the movie might get on conversion therapy side but it's not doing that it's kind of just setting up oh, yeah, this no. is why people do it, do this this is why it exists the
0: smart thing about the movie is that there are moments where you almost are like am I like agreeing with this all of a sudden because it's just they're like hammering it at you yeah. as the audience and you're just like kind of almost like in the same way where I think Lucas Hedges' character kind of has to second guess himself and almost just like What's going on with me? <laughs> mm-hmm. Well,
1: I, the thing that I really, um, and we can talk about this maybe a little bit more when we get into spoiler territory, mm-hmm. but, like, so Mike and I also recently watched this other movie, Miseducation of Cameron Post, Post, Post yep, with, uh, what's her name? Chloe?
2: Oh, well, Chloe, Chloe Marcia, Mar- Mar- Grace, Grace, yeah, from, uh, *Grace*, from, from, Kick-Ass, from, yeah, from Kick-Ass, yeah, girl from *Kickass*, Yeah,
1: and, uh... uh That's sort of a different take, but – and we can talk about that a little bit. But I like the – with Lucas Hedges' character and the real-life person coming from a family that is religious. Yeah. That he has a little bit of time where he's kind of like – it's not necessarily portrayed totally like being religious is bad. It's like Lucas Hedges' character – is like, oh, maybe I do want to change initially. Yeah. You know? And so it kind of gives that perspective of like, hey, I need help. Oh, okay, this place is going to help me and gives you that look. Yeah. Instead of like, I feel like there are a lot of other stories where kids are like against their will from the beginning, mm-hmm. like there's nothing wrong with me, I'm gay, and their parents are just putting them in places like this. This was sort of like, not like Lucas Hedges agreed with it from the get-go, but he was sort of like, okay... I'm willing to try. He's a willing
0: participant. Yeah, yeah. at least
1: at least in the beginning, right. and they kind of paint it as like, "We're here for you. Mm-hmm. God loves you." Like in the very beginning, because like in the beginning, Lucas Hedger's is laughing and he's like, "Yeah, maybe this is gonna be okay. I want to be here."
0: I mean, that's how the you know the 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 therapy seems to start kind of lighthearted and right. then you get you know more intense, intense. Which totally we can get into specifics later. Yeah. Um. Were you gonna say something?
2: I, I was just gonna build in on what Diana said. Uh, mm-hmm. the The movie very much is uh, it, it, it's both. He's fighting. Lucas Hedges' character Jared is fighting with his upbringing and his beliefs because he does believe in God and he is a Christian. Yeah, but he also understands that he likes men and he is attracted to men, and because that's not something that you can just turn off and right. on yeah. and he's young he's 18 he's been taught that that's wrong and he knows that it's wrong in in the sense of the lifestyle that he's been raised and it's him coming to terms of that like he is very much a willing participant in it where he's the one that enacts the whole thing they ask him do you want to change do you want do you want to try and he right. says yes. yes because he sees how much it's destroying his parents and he loves his parents right, right. and that's kind of the the crux of everything that, that he chose to be there. And he enters into this thing in this sense that everyone else is there. You don't know their stories and they've been there longer than him because people graduate and they leave. It's like a 12 day thing. Yeah. Plus well, you get the,
1: you get also get the impression that some of those, some of the kids in there are minors. Yeah. And Lucas yeah. Hedges is 18. So he has to sign himself in with his mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's or, a few older people there yeah, as well. There's a few older yeah. people. There's some adults there, but mm-hmm. then there's definitely some, young young, and looking high school age kids in there yeah. and their parents definitely put them in there whether they want to or not.
3: How
0: do you guys think the setting of this m- movie in terms of like being mostly at the like conversion facility, how does that setting uh, operate in comparisons to maybe other movies that you've seen surrounding the subject matter or mm. perhaps like real life expectations, what you think that those places could have been like?
1: I felt like this version, compared to the other movie we watched with Cameron Post, was a little bit more what I expected. Like, it was a little bit more austere.
0: Grounded, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah.
1: um, More like your southern or, like, middle America church that is, like, giant and... Walmart like
0: expand a little <laughs> bit about this other movie that you were um, talking about like what's kind of the basic premise of that That one is more?
1: more like the conversion therapy is sort of like in a like a hippy dippy commune setting okay. type kind setting of building, like a camp like a camp at the lake kind Making of like deal like a community
0: situation Yeah mm-hmm. so it's
1: it's um while not to say that it's any less like emotionally abusive it no. still is them trying to teach you like yeah what you're doing is wrong mm-hmm. And getting at the root of what's wrong with you and changing it. But it's um, less scary from the get go because you're sort of like, hey, we're in this like camp out setting and we get to walk around the lake and like whatever. Here it's like, yeah, no, you're in lockdown. You're not allowed to leave. Or at least we don't realize it. But you you get that impression from the beginning like that this is a little bit more. There's a guard at the door.
2: God, yeah. quote, quote, unquote, guard. guard. Yeah. Um, they I,
1: make you surrender all your, your phone everything like you're going to jail for yeah. the day. Like. I think
2: I think <laughs> yeah. Miseducation of Cameron Post, which is a good movie. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. I enjoyed very it. Very well made. It's uh, different, but I enjoyed it's it. It's different. Um, I think that that like these kind of like pray the gay away camps exist right. and they are run by religious people who from one side of the... Of the paddle to the other like might be like extremists or just somewhere in the middle where like they think this is what they could do
3: Yeah
2: Uh, Boy erased is heavily about like this guy like and I don't think it's a spoiler alert to tell people that conversion Gay conversion therapy is like a scam most of the time. It's like a pyramid scheme It's a pyramid scheme (laughs) to try and get money out of overly religious parents who are nervous that their children are going to go to hell well, because of what they think,
1: it's also the idea that at a lot of these places, the people are not in any way trained in any kind yeah, of exactly. mental it's health. It's a scam. Anything like that, like they're just they're just doing yeah. it, and they have no actual like degree or professional certificate in anything to prove. Yeah, yeah. There's this, a there's a, a great
2: there's a great scene in this movie early on that mirrors exactly what that revelation of the fact that the gay conversion therapy is like run by a fucking scam artist who has absolutely no,
0: yeah.
2: n- no no credentials or anything. And I thought it was really neat that they kind of put that at the beginning with a completely different situation. And we'll talk about it specifically because it's towards the beginning of the movie, but it's definitely a moment that's very big. And if you don't right. know about it, nobody knows about it going in, so yeah. I'm yeah. to discuss it.
0: Yeah, the movie almost reminded me of uh, uh, Unsane. That came out this year. Ooh, uh, I still haven't seen that. I gotta watch that. It's that. great. That's but a good the, movie. the kind of idea of like. Stressful. Politely not being allowed to do something. Like everyone else, is like. Oh no you can't leave. It's yeah. Like, oh I'm sorry what? What? Like yeah. and like I think that is the. What do you think
2: that's a metaphor for?
0: Mm, <laughs> I think that is like the most like tense and stress inducing way to like keep someone against their will when everyone's just, like, really fucking nice about it. They're kind
2: of, like, passive-aggressively torturing exactly. you. Exactly. It's
0: just like, what the fuck? Yeah, and, uh, I think this movie does that... It uses that kind of trick later, but, uh, it builds to it in a really smart way. Whereas Unsane's kind of, like, that's, like, the... From the, the en- that's the engine of the movie. Uh, yeah, totally. of that yeah,
1: like, I, li- I liked in this one, it was more, like, um you weren't supposed to tell your parents or anyone outside of the program. Yeah. And it was it was kind of framed more like, no, we're talking about that, you know, confidentially, in confidence, yeah. you don't share that stuff. And then when stuff did come out, then a parent got pissed off that they were being abusive and yeah, they picked their it's, kid up. Yeah. It's
2: classic manipulations. So, you get them to resent their parents by hiding things away from them and teaching them that it's their parents' fault for that. They resent their parents. It drives the parents and the subject away further so mm. they don't communicate so then the subject can stay in the classes longer and the parents pay for it more. Right. That's yeah. what they do. And that's why, like, whenever something goes wrong in in the conversion therapy, it becomes Joel Edgerman's character is like, I have to I have to hold on to this because, like, yeah. like, every single child there is a paycheck. Mm. And that's yeah. all he considers it.
0: And also if they were to, like, you know, leave and word gets out. Then you know they're gonna. Less people are gonna come into his. Yeah. His thing. It's all. Yeah. It's a. Uh, it's a very stressful movie. It's hard to talk about, but uh I kind of want to just get into spoilers. Sure. Sure. Because I'm not really sure, kind of what other broad strokes you can really paint besides. Would you recommend seeing this movie in a theater? Yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, you could watch it at home. Yeah. Yeah. It's quiet. It's a quiet movie. But it's, it's a good. Turn. Yeah, it's, yeah, good.
2: it's yeah. we We luckily saw it. It was, it was us three and a very respectful couple, a couple rows up. Yeah. Like it was yeah. very empty theater. This is a movie that's very quiet and you see it with a big group of people. You get the wrong people in there, which I think this movie's marketing campaign would kind of keep the wrong, you know, wrong people. What I mean by that is just like people yeah. that might not get like when certain things are happening or when certain things are yeah. said. Like people that are gonna laugh at the word vagina. Like
3: right. they said vagina. Yeah. yeah.
1: Like
0: you don't want that. I don't think that yeah, I agree that the marketing material would kind of keep that that riffraff yeah. out of there. But, uh,
1: One other thing I was gonna say, maybe sure? before spoilers is yeah, get it
0: get it, as much out as you as you want, please. Yeah, uh,
1: I think it's kind of um, and we'll talk about it more in spoilers, but yeah. Lucas Hedges, he's making good choices.
0: He's good. He's um, very good.
1: I mean, I thought he was awesome in Manchester by the Sea. I really enjoyed him in that. And mm-hmm. then I was kind of like, what's he going to do next? And then he's in Ladybird. Yeah. And in Lady Bird he's closeted, mm-hmm. but very charming. Yeah. And then this is sort of the, you know, I just saw mid 90s and he is a piece of shit. i heard about that i
2: can't wait to see him i want to see him be a bad guy
1: it's good he's i don't want to oversell it because he's not a main character okay so i don't want you guys to expect so much and he's really not in it that much
0: segue how do you feel about mid 90s
1: um Uh, it's yeah go see that okay i mean it's not in the theater right now Mm -hmm. but um it's probably gonna hit the cheapo second run soon and go check it out. i it cool. probably
2: dropping on VOD yeah. any day now. Also,
1: cool. the soundtrack on that is so tight. I believe, it's so good. I mean, good.
0: you have to, right?
1: Um, I'm working on a review of it right now. I was hoping I could see it again. Yeah. But, you know, I might just finish it up without seeing it again. Yeah. But yeah, definitely check that out. Um, but it is really good and I, I did read that uh, part of the reason they cast him, Jonah Hill was like, oh, I like to cast against type. And Lucas uh, okay. Hedges is such a likable polite kind of character in a lot of these movies are yeah. just very eloquent. And so it was kind of cool to see him as be more reserved, be more of a dick.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he's not not a room. good
1: brother being like a dick brother. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And he's kind of been like the best side character supporting actor in a lot of these movies. Cause yeah. he'd been like, in three billboards too. Like, totally. He's been like one yeah. of like, you know, really supporting the movie and like doing his job well. So it's nice to kind of see him more in the forefront right. of film and, and seeing kind of where he, does... I mean you know, that's true right is this his, this is his first like, like supporting lead role yeah. or, lead, or lead role yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I was would, just thinking I would about say that.
1: like his role as a supporting character in Manchester by the Sea is much bigger T- than say Lady Bird or Three, Three Billboards. Yeah. but um, yeah, he's there a little bit more he's, but he's good you, you make a good yeah, point with the fact like he's there this and he does any, his work even if yeah. he's like you
2: know yeah. d- different levels in the background or right up front like part mm. of me
1: thinks he could be like a really amazing character actor but after seeing stuff like this I want him to get a chance to be a lead a little bit more yeah he's he's got some good range this was kind of a cool like in ladybird he's so sweet and he is a kind of good fake boyfriend yeah but then you find out he's gay and he feels bad about it and this one it's kind of like i don't think he's trying to fake be fake boyfriend i think Mm -hmm. he's like it's more of a realistic uh analysis like You, you date anybody at first and then maybe you start to figure out, oh, okay, actually I'm not really attracted to this person like that.
0: Kind of figure out where the compass is going. Yeah, And and
1: no one is ever maybe totally straight or totally gay. I mean, I don't feel like they, that, that is an argument that most people can make. I mean, a lot of people will say whatever, but I think like you can be attracted to people. And then when you finally try that out, be like, oh, actually that's not for me. Sure um yeah you know who's to say with lucas hedges he you know with his character jared he had a nice girlfriend who's also religious yeah they think they're gonna go off to college and keep dating and then he's just like oh no actually i don't want to lie to her i'm gonna break it off
0: yeah which is like (laughs) respectful of him to do i guess um but the movie doesn't necessarily kind of like tackle like sexuality as like a spectrum Mm. a lot of these queer films don't really discuss the spectrum of sexuality yeah. is still very much in kind of, like...
1: That's sort of v- new. The
0: binary of, yeah. like, being, like... Or at least not even binary, or but, like, being, in like, in a box, basically. That's it's true. like, you're straight, you're gay, you're trans, you're this, you're yeah. this. And it's just kind of, like... And if you are, are confused, you'll just be bi, and it's fine. It's like, well, that's just not really how we kind of understand it now. But I think, though, when you're yeah. making queer film and trying to make more... F- films about this and this is based off a true story yeah you know it's okay to kind of use confines and boxes to kind of strengthen communities mm. and strengthen voices and diversity
2: and i think like you're 100 percent. like i agree with you 100 percent. Right. with that i, I and i th- i honestly do think that this movie is more about religion than it is about queer and sexuality sure. I, I think it's mainly because I think it's easy to say that 50% of Jared's character is is religion and being is being boosted by that, and 50% is being boosted by his sexuality and him trying to figure it out and understand
0: it. Yeah, no, yeah. I think that's a really good point. I'm curious to see where like the, the memoir would kind of land on that, maybe because it's yeah. like, does it expand more in both? Does it expand more in kind of like the queer side of it? Sure. Um, I'm curious what the the differences are, but that's with any adaptation you're always going to be, if you haven't read. Right. The source material. I was just, uh, I was selling this to you guys off mic. I didn't realize it was, based on a true story until the end, I was like, oh, that makes some cha- some choices yeah. make more sense. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, well, this could have been way more dramatic. I was like, oh, because it's true. Mm-hmm. So sure. So you did it like this. Right? And I right. do kind of like, maybe that's a good way to like,
2: stop on the, before we go into spoilers, is that sure. like, I do really like the way that the movie is very reserved, and that it doesn't go for the low punches to get that dramatic oomph out of you it yeah. doesn't try to make you cry by really sticking on things for too long I mean, it kind it's of got respects it has some dramatic moment it does Absolutely. And, but i think that those moments are played out very realistically and real very time. genuine yeah. yeah and it's not kind of like um there's probably only one scene, one or two scenes really in the movie, which are like just like um, like unbearable to watch just because of where you are in the story and how it what it's communicating to you. Right. But I think for the most part, the main story that these guys are talking about and how this choice affects our main character and his family And the world that he gets thrown into, I think they treat those all very realistically, you know, like gay conversion therapy is like they can't just like beat the shit out of you every day and expect to get away with it. Yeah. But maybe somewhere down the line, that's eventually what they can do once they've got you in their pocket.
0: Once you're like, you know, you're there after out after the 5 p.m. and you're staying in the housing they have there. Like, yeah, that's when kind of the real stuff goes down. But who's to say it's it's very much. uh, And that's kind of why I brought that question up in the beginning where. You know, it's it's not a very hyperbolic look at what the conversion camps right, are. Right. That's f- true. But the fact it's so grounded and some of the atrocities that you do see kind of make them that much more comfortable. Because you're like, oh, no, this feels real. It's not over the top like yeah. some people do that subject matter. Which I think, you know, that's one way to do it. But the grounded way, the real way to do it is, is definitely another genuine way to communicate how stressful that environment is. Yeah.
1: Well, it's also to like uh, just make the point of... Abuse can be mental and emotional. It doesn't right. have to be physical. Mm-hmm. So telling somebody that they're going to go to hell or God doesn't love them or mm-hmm. fam- they're destroying their family or they should hate their parents. Like those are all still – especially when you're a teenager and you're hearing oh, that.
2: totally. I mean yeah. there's
1: adults in that program and maybe they're dealing with that in a different way. Mm-hmm. You know, For sure. But –
2: yeah. I think it's like the scariest stuff like, that happens Oof. in this movie isn't necessarily stuff that people do, which don't get me wrong. There is some scary stuff that gets done in the movie. Yeah. But I think most of the scary stuff that happens in the movie is what someone says. And you're just mm-hmm. like, oh, why would you say that to a person or like oh, a person of that age or a person going through something like this? Yeah, like, you're not helping. Don't do that. Like yeah. But they, they're helping themselves. They're not trying to help them. They're trying right. to make more money yeah. off of these people's real like crazy trauma that they're going through right now from their upbringing and what they have left to do with the rest of their life
0: we're dancing let's get to the real get to the real nitty nitty gritty gritty. alright well thank you guys for listening to the first half of Hot Takes where we don't talk about specifically who dies Um, but we'll get there so come (laughs) back after the break we're going to talk that spoilies and we'll be right back
2: And welcome to another episode of It's Fitz, where StoryScreen's own film laureate, Brian Robert Fitzgibbons, speaks on a film. Today, Fitz will discuss the
4: 1987 Rob Reiner masterpiece, The Princess Bride. Oh shit, that's a... Are we going right now? That's a classic in my book. I grew up on that one little um fred savage getting a book read by his grampy pop pop um but yeah the whole scene with the the poison was really cool i mean i'm not going to go into it further if you've seen the movie you know what i'm talking about um but yeah it's like you killed my brother <laughs> Wait, know it. My name is Amiga Ventura. You killed my brother. Prepared to die. And then there was a fucking weird dude walking around with six fingers. And then all the like torture scenes and like Billy Crystal was in it. That was cool. I didn't, I never liked Billy Crystal until recently when I watched a Robin Williams documentary. I'm out. This has been another episode
2: of It's Fits.
0: Hello, and welcome back to Hot Takes, where we're talking about Boy Erased, the true story about this really shitty conversion therapy thing that happens to people. Mm. Um, So we're here to talk about the spoilies. Flea's in things. this movie.
4: Oh my god. Flea's in this movie. I is know. Flea the tattoo guy? The, the, yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that's
0: the, is, You don't know that's, who Flea is? He's the bassist of Red, uh, Hot, Red Hot, Hot Chili, Chili, Chili peppers. peppers.
1: You didn't see Respect, his name Red, Red during Hot, Hot Chili the... Peppers
0: on this podcast. I didn't, in, I didn't know podcast. that was Flea, when so you said it, But did you
1: cause Because the opening credits... The opening credits, they should not have revealed that.
2: Especially in such a really weird spot. Yeah,
1: uh, off to the it's corner. It's like right in front and of the camera. Flea. And it's like,
2: Flea. with Flea. And you're like,
1: oh, uh, oh, okay. Why is Flea in this?
0: <laughs> why he's why good, can't Flea go by his real name? <laughs> what is his real name? I don't know. Oh, well, that's you why. Know? It's probably <laughs> Brian.
1: It's not call, Anthony Kiedis.
2: No, that's definitely, not as, that's definitely not his real name. <laughs> Wait, his name is Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> That'd
0: be fun.
2: Uh. Actually, fun fact, I just looked it up. Flea's real name is Lucas Hedges.
0: Mm-mm. Wow! So that's why they couldn't, you know. True. Yeah, it can't be Lucas Hedges. Lucas Hedges. Is on right? the
1: IMDb? He is. Just as Flea.
2: Hey, he's the artist known as, as Flea. Flea.
1: Michael Peter Balsery.
0: formerly known as that.
2: Formerly. Oh, he's Australian.
1: <laughs> I didn't know he was Australian. Okay. I didn't know well,
2: well, Joel Edgerton's it. Australian too. So oh.
1: but you know who also it's is Australian? A it's
2: a
0: small place. You I don't know, know, about you know that who's one.
1: also Australian? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Of the morning to you. Uh, uh, they don't down say that under. there. Yeah, Shrimp? they don't say that. Yeah, that's where it is. Yeah. Shrimp okay. on the barbie.
1: So, the other kid that I was excited to see in this, even though he's only a little bit, was, I'll show you a picture of him. Troy Savage. Oh, the
0: blonde one. Yeah. Yeah. He's the, oh my, my, my. Exactly. Yeah. So he's, he has the best queer haircut in that movie. He's South African.
1: Sure. I thought he was oh. Australian. And, Guess what?
0: He's a good American accent.
1: Um he also. Good spoilies here. Good spoilies. <laughs> if this'll play. What? Are
2: you trying to play something?
1: I was gonna try and play some. This sad song.
0: Yeah. He made this? He made yes. this by himself. Wow. Well, he's He's a musician.
1: That's him so sad. It is sad. And they use it twice in the movie, so I was like, I wonder if he recorded it, from and the, he did.
2: The, the uh, song from the trailer. The, the song took the, took from the, the trailer.
1: Mm. Spoilers. Interesting. Yeah. So he's in it. Not bad.
0: He's good. He's good.
1: And he's, yeah. he's, he's also a, good. He's,
0: I think he's really good. He's I also a good got, pop artist. I think he's got the
2: second scariest moment in the movie.
1: That's true. Well,
0: I, I mean, agree with that. I think Cameron, Cameron's the one who has, I'm not sure of his actor's name, but his character named Cameron. Yeah. That's like the scariest one. Yeah, he's the one who gets hit with the Bible lately. Oh, no, yeah. that, no, that's
2: third.
1: That's third. Me. Let's,
0: so, okay, let's start. Let's open the floor to spoilers Henry. here. Number one. Henry! Oh, fucking, you're right. Rape! Come on now. Yeah. Rape is nope, the scariest,
1: right. unannounced surprise. I was... Having not read the memoir. So, in yeah. the movie... In the uh,
2: movie. Uh, Jared's character is... Lucas Hedges. And this is what I was talking about, where it's it's the, they do this kind of flip of the idea of, Realizing that somebody is pretending to be somebody else in order yeah. to subvert expectations yeah, totally. and stuff like that. And this is w- w- going to gay conversion therapy. If we're going to talk in crude terms that I don't agree with, but it's what the movie's talking about, Jared's uh, arc. Him going along with religion lands him in conversion therapy, which was a huge mistake. Right. Him going along with his urges and wants that he's exploring and trying to figure out in college lands him in a predicament that he could never have seen coming and it doesn't make it his fault Mm -hmm. but he ends up in a situation where he thinks that he's experiencing something new and fresh and it actually ends up to be it ends up being very diabolical and very nasty because it's with a person who is way more fucked up than him yeah um and i think that the guy that plays that part is really really good in this movie too he
1: is good and he's, it's terrifying. Really he's terrifying. he's yeah. terrified
2: and it, the way they switch that back and forth where it's like it's very sweet at first and yeah. then it, it it gets real rough
0: well you think that you know he writes it and his his uh more was a mortal um or moral it, it's it's like the the header of, like, his when he starts. His He's sins, basically. Yeah. 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 And uh, you think, like, you know, when he meets this character on his, like, first day going to college, like, he kind of helps him, like, carry his bags in, basically, runs into him. You think it's like, oh, this is going to be his first. It's a nice meet-cute. You th- yeah, exactly. Yeah, you He's got nice hair. You think
1: it's going to be his first crush. They're exactly. both into you running. Don't, you don't really think yes. anything's going to happen. They both
2: like playing Splinter Cell.
0: Yeah. Well, I also thought it was, you know, having a, a stealth action game kind of being the choice and then, like, having something that's, like, very, like, you know, this dude wanted to keep it a secret, try to keep it, like, under wraps. Like, yeah. it's very, uh, there's, there was some good kind of analogous going
3: there. I Same thing
2: to, later on with Mortal Kombat exactly is it, he's about f- to fight, fight his parents exactly. That's well, It's pretty good.
0: I
1: also, like, a couple of impressions of this. This is not necessarily, that's not where I expected it to go. Agreed. No. So, there were a couple of things that I like partially thought might happen I either thought that was just gonna be his first crush nothing was gonna come of it yeah he seems like he's at a religious college or a college that's aimed towards kids that are religious I mean, there's because more there than seems to be a lot of it church there is yeah <laughs> but it could just be like a general Christian college because sure. there are a lot of those mm-hmm. um my other like initial gut feeling was like maybe he's gonna say something to this guy, say that he likes him, and then get the shit beat
0: out of him. Or the guy's gonna tell everybody, it's like, oh, he's gay. Or, or the guy like would that. out him. Yeah. That's where I thought it was
2: going, like the arm over the shoulder, like this yeah. kind of. A,
0: sort yeah. of abusive. bro
2: just like arm over the shoulder, like, yeah, let's go, hey, <laughs> yeah, we're having so much fun, we're playing games, all right, man, I'ma get like half naked and go to bed, I'll see you later, bro. Yeah. And he's kind of misreading the signs.
1: Exactly. Yeah, But, it was a lot more sinister than that.
0: Yeah, definitely didn't see it coming, and then, like, didn't see it get, like, it. then it starts getting, like, worse and worse, and you're just yeah, like, Yeah, because oh it my started God. out as
1: it could have been mutual.
0: Could have been a sweet, yeah. you know, but then... And no. plus
1: to know that that is Jared, Lucas Hedges' character, you know, as far as we can tell, that's his first...
0: Sexual encounter, in a way. Sexual yeah. encounter. as who he is. As
1: being out, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah.
0: Absolutely. I mean, I don't even know if he's, like, he's not, like... Uh, it's He's probably, not out, but I mean, yeah. like,
1: it, it, to, to try and experiment with that I'm and surprised, to see how it is. I'm
0: surprised that like that and it's character really fucked up. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm happy that the character remained to identify as queer right. in real life. I'm surprised though, because I feel like something like that would turn someone away from like.
2: I think that know. that's very much what the movie is saying, or what yeah. you, that's probably in the book too. Is that this was something that really scared him? This mm-hmm. was so, this was what brought it to the forefront of his parents finding out because in the sense of somebody pretending to be somebody else and yeah. completely wrecking his life, Henry yeah. calls his parents, claiming to be a guidance counselor, and, and says that he, to was, his he was involved in like this really bad situation. And like those yeah. two,
1: so there's like... To there's, save his own ass. There's right. some things about that that made me so angry. Oh, me too. Like it's, yeah. I mean, like, okay, aside, you know, not to play lightly of it, but aside from the fact that, that he took advantage of somebody who is attracted to him, To his advantage, that could have happened in a heterosexual relationship, and I'm sure it it does all the time.
2: 100%. Um, Mm. Positive, it does, actually. Yeah, Yeah.
1: but the fact that he took away the instance of Jared's character being able to come out to his parents on his own terms at his own time. Like, when you out somebody, even if it's unintentionally, you fucking take that away from them. You grab that from them. I've been there. I know other people who have been there. It's just it's infuriating. And then the idea of being a a good Christian where he's, like, immediately fake feeling sorry for what he did. He knows he fucking raped that kid. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, I need to confess. Oh, I'm terrible. It's a
0: level of
2: manipulation. Yeah, it's so messed up. There's so many layers to that whole scene and how it ripples across the rest of the movie and how it, like brings together things that happened before it it's it's a phenomenal scene in the like it's very hard to watch yeah it's
1: hard
3: yeah, to but watch
2: what how it all plays out and how it's shot and everything like that's like Joel Edgerton is a very good director um and I'm happy that so many talented people really wanted to work with him because I mean this like because Nicole Kidman and Russell Crowe they're Australian Joel Edgerton he's Australian so like I think it's them kind of like they've known each other they've been in the same circles for a while the fact that they got Lucas Hedges as well is like really great And especially because it's – he gave Lucas Hedges his first big, like, dude, Best Supporting Actor nomination. You're in all these big things. Now here's your movie. Yeah. And he was able to get these guys in there. Like, I think the directing in some of the most – in the more intense moments in this, like, the moment we were talking about with Flea. Yeah. Where Flea's character plays this dude who's, like, essentially – Supposed to like scare straight these kids yeah. in a way. He's
0: like the intense masculine. Like, be energy. more masculine. Yeah. Yeah. He's like a, he's,
2: he, he's, he's, he's just, he's a, he's an ex con kind he's of like guy. He's like a reformed con. Yeah. They're yeah. utilizing fleas like tattoos and stuff like that to present this guy who's like, yeah, I used to be rough, but now I'm, I'm here. And he seems like totally a dick yeah. at first. And then we are presented with where he calls uh, Jared a faggot. Right. Mm. In a bathroom. With in no one else there, spaces. No yeah. one else is there. The teacher himself is like outside, outside smoking. smoking a cigarette, with yeah. his hands on his hips in the wrong way. Um, as, le- as at least as far as that guy said, right? Yeah. Every time, yeah. every time Joel Edgerton yeah. puts his hands on his hips, it's in the thumb forward way, mm-hmm. which is what he says to not do. Which kind of makes sense towards the end when you get the title. It all leads yeah. in there. Yeah. 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 Um But that was like you could feel the air. I know it was just us three and the other two in the theater. You could, I, I felt like just the air dropped when that happened because oh, I fuck, had yeah. no idea what the movie was going to do yeah. because of the scene with Henry and how I didn't see that coming. And all of a sudden, I'm like, what
0: is yeah, going to happen? Is there like right a fight right or like another like, sexual assault right. kind of thing? Yeah. Like, what's going on? Very down? intense. Yeah. And,
1: yeah, and I, I think it's important too that, um, you know, with the array of kids that were in the center, you know, Lucas Hedges. Jared, I don't know. We we see some photos of the real life person at the end. Yeah, um, you know he doesn't look like Lucas Hedges, obviously. But
0: I think they actually spell their names differently. Yeah, they oh, His, his yeah. name's
2: Gerard Conley is the guy
0: that wrote yeah. the book. Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: Um, but I like the fact that Jared in the movie, he's kind of a normal kid. He's he plays basketball. He doesn't yeah. have to be the star, but he's athletic. He's when got a girlfriend. He's mm-hmm. not like a stick figure. But yeah, he still can't defend himself against this person who totally takes advantage of him when he's yeah. being vulnerable and, and rapes him. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's kind of scary
3: situation. It's yeah. a
1: really scary situation. But I think it's important to see that because a lot of people think like if you are raped that you're weak yeah. or that you were
0: feminine or, you know, like there's all these misconstrued ideas about being gay. Even in like the when they're kind of like. M- masculine testing all the yeah, boys like yeah you know, he kind of
1: he's sort of in he, the middle
0: he passes very well yeah. and i think that's kind of like you know goes to you know if you're in the closet or even if you're like being trans and trying to pass a certain way it's kind of like this the skill of being able to pass as something else is yeah. like a survival tool it can be and, and i think he- that's
2: mainly because of his dad yeah. She's got a good handshake. Mm-hmm. He's used to being like grabbed on the shoulder yeah. and
0: stuff like that. Because I, think, I think his dad is like a very I think loving guy. I think he's also and he very, also he doesn't, he's also he doesn't like compared to stereotypes. You know, right. he's like, I'm gay, but I'm not gay like everyone else, like I'm gay in my own way. Sure. You know, which means like, you know, he may come off as very masculine as a person, but it doesn't mean he is straight. You know? Yeah. It, it he's also raised in like yeah. this
1: southern religious family where He, his mom is taking him to the gay conversion center and he still fucking holds the door open for her. Like, it's very much like... Gay people come in all shades of the rainbow. Exactly. But, I mean, it's just, you know... It's kind of good to see it represented. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Skittles.
3: Skittles. Yeah, Yeah.
0: done and done. (laughs) Straight people like Skittles.
2: Gay people like Skittles. Skittles is just the best thing in the world.
0: I think Lucas Edges is very good movie. I really like... I'm not sure if I love Nicole's Kidman's performance, or I just really like her character's arc mm. a lot. Um, just her kind of being like
1: knowing that she's real,
0: yeah, and just kind of like her being like, I feel like that's like kind of a a tale I've heard also, where like you know, in in situations where both parents are kind of upset, and then the mom coming coming around because it's just like, well, you're my fucking kid, and I love you, and I'm yeah. seeing that this is doing a lot more harm than good, right? So I gotta kind of choose, and she makes her choice a lot earlier than his dad. dad which we'll see you know who knows if his dad fully made the choice i think the end of the movie kind of makes it seem like yeah
2: 100 yeah. that's the way the story ended is that and his that's why i around. find nicole Kidman and russell crowe's the parents characters so invigorating is because they're going through this thing where it's like she comes to the idea that she's like i love god god loves me and i love my son and that's that yep. no one else gets to tell me right. that it's any other way and Russell Crowe's character because he's a man of God and he looks up to these old, older, wiser men, people that are walking in the shoes that he one day wants to walk in. He's being manipulated into, well, things have to be a certain way in my house. I have to keep a, a straight house, no pun intended. Like I have to keep it in order. Yeah. And he says pretty much an inverse of what she says at the end of the movie where he says in in, in like one of the best scenes in the movie – in the car dealership in the office where he says, he's like, I have to come to, and it's in the trailer. I have to come with, come to terms with the fact that I love God and that my love for God might make me have to lose my son. And I have to figure out if I'm ready for that. And it's like, these are really interesting arcs for side characters in any other movie, but they're brought like up front in this Mm -hmm. movie. And like, they really are, the two main characters besides Lucas Hedges. Right. You know, you got the yeah. villain, you got Joel Edgerton's Vic... Six, Vic Sykes or, or Vic something. Sykes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, He's the villain, though. And Russell Crowe's character, the dad, he realizes towards the end that like he might have been the villain all along. He might have yeah. been the one that wasn't communicating. And I think that's a really, really good choice. I
0: think that's... The thing that his dad has, by the end of the movie, the The biggest hurdle he has to overcome is not the so fact that his son is gay, it's the fact that he has done more harm than good and now the whole world's about to fucking find out because jared's putting out his 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 memoir about it essentially in right the he has movie. to face his sins exactly yeah, yeah.
1: but, but it, it's a good argument too in that in that last scene in the car dealership with him and his dad where he's kind of like you're the one that actually has to change yeah like i've made my peace god knows i've been trying and this and mm-hmm. i'm still gay i'm still your son you know i i really like that argument where it's sort of like you're the one who's gonna have to learn i think you yeah know? so yeah. it's pretty powerful
0: i think it speaks to like a lot of problems that you can have with your family even outside of like coming out of the closet mm-hmm. just like problems mm-hmm. in general where like i think there was a long time where people think like oh well you like you grew up hating your dad or you grew up hating your mom or you grew up in this situation like right you got to let it pass and, and make amends and like i've always kind of been a proponent of just like Making amends is a two way street. Like there's a certain level of work I gotta do. Oh yeah. But if they're not doing that other level of work, there's only so much you're gonna get out of me. Like there's a sorry, constant you know?
2: misinterpretation of people who are closeted or openly gay and the strange relationship that they might have with their parents, there's always this misconception of like you need to make amends, like you need to go to them, like they're trying really hard too. They don't understand. And it's like, yeah. no, I'm just being me. Yeah. They're the ones. They're not like cool if they're just that. being if they're yeah. just being them, that means they're not cool with me. Mm-hmm. So, I've always I've always kind of found like just a really weird kind of misconception in the idea where it's like it is a two-way street like you said. And yep. you very much need to both sides need to meet on that. And I think that's what the entire office at the dealership kind of scene embodies yeah. as a whole and i think that's like the clear message that the movie is really trying to put out there mm-hmm. which is that it's like no you're going to everybody has to try mm. and jared's character tried all throughout the movie right to meet them where they wanted the him, whole the whole movie is
0: him trying is to him trying, it, yeah.
2: and it could have ended up with him ending up like cameron which is exactly. the look that his dad gives him where it's like you sent me to this place where this kid just killed himself right and that could have easily been me if mom didn't pick you up, didn't pick me up and, yeah. and disagree with you to send me back. Like yeah. You almost sent me back to that place. Yeah. And there's that like slow motion yeah, shot of him going up the stairs him. and him like looking at him and him just closing the door. And it's like, yeah. y- you're not, you you're not up. my father. Like that's, yeah. that's not what a father does. And that's
1: powerful stuff at the end of that yeah it is very powerful because it's it's a powerful arc for his character whereas like early on he's just kind of scared like what's gonna happen to me okay i'm gonna try and change okay all right i'm agreeing with you guys i'm gonna give it a go and then at the end him being like no you guys messed up i don't want to be here i'm not doing this right yeah yeah
2: this takes place in 2000 like
1: three I don't know. It's definitely forms. it's it's, it's, yeah. it's the It's definitely more recent than when we watched Cameron Post was that also supposed to be older? Th- that was
2: 1993. That was 93. Yeah, that was 93. This was um, a
1: little bit more recent. A little bit more recent. And again like uh, kind of like the same
2: subject matter but not the same theme. Mm. And me, me and you, me and Diana, we watched sure. *Miss Education* Cameron Post together, which also came out this year. It's on Amazon. You check it out.
0: Yeah, it's good. It's good,
2: and it's. We talked about like afterwards. We were like, "That was all right. That was pretty good." You know, nothing really happened but like not in the sense that it has to kind of thing yeah and we i i said i was like more
1: it's more emotional
2: yeah the fact that this movie like because like miseducation at cameron post played very limited and then dropped on vod pretty much a week before boy erase got released so Mm -hmm. it's very cool that both these movies like came out so close together and that like the trailer reel before boy erase was just like loaded with like Female-led movies and movies that are talking about like so uh, sexuality, justice, like all yeah. this like really cool stuff, and mm. you're like, we're getting there. Like this is great. Like this yeah. is you know that's you know I don't I don't like religion. Uh, I I think if religion does something for you that doesn't affect uh, anybody else in a negative way go for it, all power to you. Yeah. I mean, that's, I can't say that I disagree with religion because we've all said in the podcast before, but my movies are my religion. That movie theater is my church. Yeah. That's where I learn. That's every movie is a sermon and I'm learning something. Some of them aren't as good as others. And some of them are chasing Amy, which is a masterpiece. It's um, <laughs> good. good stuff. And it's, it's, th- there's just like this level of religion and how it can kind of almost always come across as like cultish, like, me and Diana were talking about that as well. It's like you get people who are so invested in their religion that they're sending people to this camp well, where it's like, what are you okay. what are you doing?
1: Well, I just mm, regardless of how you feel about Not it. Not to
2: put words in your mouth or yeah,
1: anything. Don't. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't mean um, to do that. But like I kind of the way I feel about it is <laughs> everything in moderation or anything in its sure. extreme. Can be really bad, so there are a lot of great things about religion. there are great things in principle about Christianity, but then there are extremists in every religion, and that's an example of it in this movie is using religion as a way to
0: manipulate <clears throat> manipulate and change, manipulate and change somebody nature.
1: exactly yeah. or or not even change them, but just tell them that they're bad
0: you yeah know? So. and that's like not the right way to use it no,
1: it's not yeah I mean you I know. think like, the idea know. that God should love everybody
0: yeah (laughs) if you're into and like if that's that's what you believe i think you know the the hypocrisy that sometimes happens in certain sects of christianity is what movies kind of like
3: prey upon yeah Yeah. which like you know
0: part of me thinks rightfully so because i'm just like well it's like pretty dastardly because we have an organization that like is predicated on love and non-judgment that is the biggest in the world so when we have these, like, hypocritical sects that come up and do terrible things, it's like, yeah, I want to put them on blast and, like, right. really tear them down. Because, like, you know, I have a problematic relationship with Christianity as well. I think a lot of people do. Yeah. Um, but I'm not going to tell anyone what to do because that is not the point. Right. <laughs> you exactly. know, like, that's Just exactly
2: has that great scene in it where he's, like, it's his first he's, – he's breaking apart at the seams because his plan – or so the plan of wiser men that he wanted to be his plan. Yeah. If it was successful, but now that it didn't, like he's embarrassed by it. Mm-hmm. But first, uh, church. When Jared and the mom go to church, and he says, "Oh, some people mean, just come to church." You mean? Like,
1: you mean he comes to church after leaving the after leaving? Therapy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, and his dad like, is some clearly come to church and disappointed and he's, and 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 he's angry.
2: mocking people openly that come to his church.
1: Right. Well, I think it's very pointedly at his own family. That aren't
2: as religious as him. Right. Because he's breaking down because he realized that he fucked up. Yeah. And, you know, and the mom still got Jared's back and everything like that. But that's, this movie is really kind of making a point where it's like, religion is very good. But like Diana, like you said, it's like too much. Like, if it's not in moderation, like, it can get out of control and it can make you side against your own son and put his life in danger without even thinking about it just because some old guys told you to.
1: Well, I think just in in the extreme sense, it gives people this weird justification for things. Yeah. Yeah. It just – it gives them the idea that it's okay to be that extreme. They feel like they have –
0: well, because they think that there's, this a tr- they think eternity's book. on yeah. the line, yeah. you know, and that's, I've, I've, it's dangerous.
1: I really yeah. liked. Um, I want to talk about the end a little bit with you guys too, Let's but do it. I. So I'm not in love with the just as a as a tool in movies that like three years later, but I understand it being needed at
3: times. It was
0: kind of like an epilogue because I was also a little. Yeah. I I, I think that uh, the ending of the movie is. A little bit like stop and go. Yeah, a little bit.
1: You know, it's a little yeah. jumpy. Because um, there's like the two the two methods of using the real footage at the end and some yeah. text. There's that type, you know. And we just watched. I just watched Black Klansman for the first time, and the end of that Oof. movie also Oof. with the real footage of things and stuff. At the like it has certain effects on you. Segway. Um,
0: what do you think about Black Klansman?
1: It was really good, but yeah. but that was a really intense. End. But yeah. But yes.
0: Kind of comes not out of nowhere, but like
1: But I felt like y- way, yeah. you, you drew those parallels without even seeing that. Mm-hmm. And whether or not that was needed, maybe that's a conversation for another day. Right.
0: But um Yeah, no, that's a good point.
1: But uh but yeah, there's like the oh four years later.
3: Yeah.
1: Now he's an adult and he's in a healthy relationship. He's writing articles and they're gonna get published. And you're, you're ha- like, yeah. yeah. But I also like that it showed that the mom and dad definitely still had some way to come, like way to go, I guess. Like yeah. the mom was showing signs of stress that she didn't always agree with her husband and that he wasn't coming around as quickly as she was. And, you know, he's worried about his mom. He's like, what do you mean? Why do you I- you know, yeah. my aunt's house. They had to give home us and,
0: some catharsis as yeah. to like, what happened with the family, which I understand. Right. Um, I don't know a more fluid way to do it. Yeah. I just thought I mean, I really
2: it wouldn't have felt right if like it if just he ended. got out and then three days later that they had that conversation in the dealership. No, probably yeah. not because like he definitely needs like, to grow.
1: Yeah. Mentally, well, and
2: also and so away. does Lucas Hedges. No, that's what I mean. Oh, Lucas yeah,
1: Hedges, and, but, and also the dad. Yeah, because when Lucas Hedges leaves the conversion center, it's not like he all of a sudden has everything figured. Out. fuck
3: no he, if anything he's like a couple yeah, steps back right and i mean
1: yeah. he still never had like a healthy at that point you know relationship yeah. or encounter with somebody of the same sex for that think, to be okay i think that's yeah. what's
0: kind of hard there's a few like relationships that i think kind of like fall flat for me or like i wish there was more of like his whole like love interest with xavier yeah so fast yeah there's like kind of no and the thing is like i don't know if the movie really has time to kind of expound on it more maybe not i don't know but, but like, i expected
1: there to be a little bit more it of was
0: weird that he was like one minute he's at the gallery
1: well it, xavier
2: then, happened before henry
1: did it did it had to I don't know I he, uh, wasn't sure
2: because as soon as Henry happened he got he kicked. got outed and he went to conversion therapy
1: that's what uh, that's I a think good point the, yeah. the 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 instances of the flashbacks do make it a little hard to tell I think it's maybe He puts Henry down
2: as a sin because it's 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 it's, it's like, like front it's front front in the, his the mind. It, well it's you know for lack of a better term it's the sex
3: yeah the physical that he's actually
2: focusing on and then he goes to Xavier which was his first encounter at college where he had this interaction, but nothing happened. I
1: don't know. See, part of me thought that maybe it happened after. It's possible. Because there was like this sense of hesitancy, which still could have happened before. Anymore. Or even the right.
0: fact that there was no sex could have been... 100%. Yeah. I definitely... No, but that's because a word it, either way. It
1: made me feel yeah. like the interpretation of that happening where it was a lot more chaste and trusting was like... He's like, okay, I am not. I don't want to be touched. Yeah. Maybe I do, but I'm not ready for that. So.
0: Thematically, it makes sense in either way. I yeah. think Verge might be right, though, because I'm pretty sure the events of, like, calling, things going down, or whatever, yeah. happened in quick succession, it seems like. Yeah, I guess like. so. Um, it's
2: possible to be either way, because it could have I mean, been just, necessarily... like, a couple days before he went sure. home. But it seemed to me, like, he went home immediately to, and to then get he, out and of And then it, he never yeah. went back to college, like they were going to say like, oh, Chloe's coming over. You should come down. And Do then we they know got that? the phone call.
1: Yeah,
0: maybe. I don't know. It just yeah. kind of seems possible like it. That it makes yeah. sense it's that It's
2: possible that the thing with Henry happened and that he stayed at college for like another six days yeah. or so, a couple days, went to an art gallery, met Xavier, had a very good night, afterwards felt upset and drove home. But we're not given the things to link that up. That's true. But we're really not given things to link up what I'm saying either. I'm saying more,
3: yeah. I thought
2: that, him, when he went into gay conversion therapy, he was like, what happened with me with Henry was a sin in the way that he was thinking about it religiously. And in the time that he was there and he thought about it, he, he was, was like, that's like it's that's not my not the sin. sin. Yeah. I'm worried about what happened with Xavier that <laughs> well, I like men. He was
1: like, that's not my sin. <laughs> exactly. Because he yeah. didn't do anything wrong. Right. Which is good for him to recognize. Yeah. And because that's- he could have been like. I was attracted to him. It's the I catalyst let him stay in him my leaving. room. Yeah. I deserve what happened to me. But right. he didn't, thank That's why God. he
0: crossed out Henry and then yeah. went Xavier, because right. Xavier was him liking someone. Right. But I think kind of to, to bring it back to just what I was saying before is, I think this whole conversation started because we did not get enough with Xavier, which is why there's so much of like, well, I think this happened here. I think this happened here. And like this, like character wise led into this. It's like, if we got a little bit more explaining, like, Sure. Why does he like Xavier? Uh, the movie is telling you is because he challenges his faith in God with science and with art and with culture. And right. he's Nice. And he's hot. He's nice, hot. He's, yeah. he's, he's beautiful. But um, I mean, I said he's nice. But, yeah. All right, sure, yeah, he's yeah. Hot yeah. But he's me, but even says it like you know, the Book of Job, like the idea of like the the God and the devil kind of having a bet on you and trying to yeah, see testing if, like, him exactly and like you know like Lost. What? Like, but uh. <laughs> Xavier is kind of you know he's the devil's advocate to everything he's doing and he he falls for him and and that is what the movie is giving him. but I don't think that's enough of a character beat it's right. a criticism I have of the film
3: yeah, yeah. The no, film is good, I think was very good I think you know and I, and I, definitely I, I think that's, I think a, valid that's a healthy criticism.
0: criticism to have but I
2: also yeah. think that the movie is very is Jared's story yeah. and that these flashbacks don't want to be lingered on too long agreed and yeah. I think that the amount that they use Xavier. I trust Xavier by the end of that scene. Yeah, yes. And I think that's all that Xavier's character has to do is when the audience is trust that we trust him with have, Jared. Yeah, to have a nice experience, and that what Jared yeah. thinks about Xavier is what, how we feel about Xavier as well. And I think the scene does that enough. Do I want more of Xavier and those lesser locks? Yes, absolutely.
3: Well, his it's,
2: fine yeah. taste in music that <laughs> won't be invented for. <laughs> like ten or twenty years. Oh, because the
1: artist is now. He plays the song. Yeah, He plays. I the...
2: hate it when they do that in movies.
0: The four years later also had some songs where I'm like this, this. I think they had like um. yeah. I know exactly. You know oh what, what is, is, it? What is their, it? What is it? What's their names? Uh,
2: uh, what when the, they were
1: swimming th- in the lake?
2: No, no, when they, no, they first for they flash four forward, years. It's a uh, oh, and and Jared's living in his
0: swank Manhattan when he, apartment. When are listening
1: back with beers to the yes, apartment, yes,
0: yes. Which I also don't know if the Brooklyn loggers would have been made at that point either, but <laughs> maybe. We're we talking. This is probably like 2008 future. Uh, okay, but then it's um, it's not. It's Mumford and Sons. No, some Mumford and but Sons. But that's still like too early for Mumford and sons, I think. And there's another, and I think it's the um uh, you foster can, the people, too. You get old quick, buddy. Yeah. I Let sh- me tell you that right now, okay? <laughs> We're both agreeing though that there are some songs there in song that, that, Maj that Maj Maj. 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 Yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. All right, well.
0: And then my my other criticism of the movie, because because they're kind of tied and gently linked, is we get to see um Jared confront his parents about his sexuality and him confirm that he's gay. I would have liked, in that four years flash forward, a little bit more with what his significant other's doing, or just what their relationship is. Yeah. It would be nice to see him in a healthy relationship to validate us in the audience that he's right. gay, knows it, and knows it through something happy and good.
3: Yeah. Which plus is love.
0: the so pictures of them
1: plus happy. The, uh, and plus he the goes, actor. That's,
0: that's so post. But
1: the, know, actor look, the actor also looked like the kid that raped him. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's also true.
1: Which, like, for a minute there, I was like, huh ah, he has a, he has a, a type oh, that he thought, goes to. Oh, you thought the guy... I didn't think it was the same, but I was just like, ooh, they look so The guy right. that
0: he's dating four years later looked like Yeah, Henry? I thought he
1: looked like him, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah. Also, give Lucas Hedges, like, a mustache or something. Because he just, like, it's just like he stands up straighter now. I don't know.
1: Yeah, but if you think that's about a, that's it... That's an epic. If he's it. 18 and it's only four years later, he's still in his early
0: 20s. Sure, but... If he's, like, 22. Be, they say would he be
1: published by that? Like that's really rare. Well like, if you have a story like that,
0: I guess that's so. exactly what I was yeah. going to yeah. say. Like, <laughs> yeah, he pretty so. much blew
2: the doors down and yeah, then that,
0: yeah. I think I think anyone at any age, if they can eloquently and we know him to be eloquent. Right. If anyone can eloquently kind of like put that out there like that. Yeah, you bet your ass, you're gonna get fucking published. Mm. And especially in the New York Times with a story like that, that's that's easy peasy. You can do that. <laughs> I think even more, even more the reason that you're younger. The times,
1: whatever, whatever.
0: But I think even more the reason, like you know, he's younger, he's putting that story out there. That's people, people watch it like that. You yeah. Know? I can see that. I kind of want to read the book. I kind of want to read, read the book, book too. I was just looking
1: it up. I was yeah. just looking it up.
2: Especially after this conversation. Like, I'm oh, yeah. way more into this movie than I was when I walked out of the theater. Now
1: that I'm kind like of breaking it down. That's okay, hot so the real... hot takes. Hot take. take. So the hot takes, the So the real author, Garrod, G-A-R-R-A-R-D, Conley.
2: Gerard, right?
1: Mm. I think it's Jared. I think it's like Jared. I think it's Garrod. All
2: right.
1: Maybe that's why. name. I don't know. I could be wrong. I can look it up.
2: i buy it. When was it written? Or published, uh, rather?
0: Because the memoir is an expansion. If it was if the movie logic, he had it a couple of articles and then, he, and expanded then he, expanded he expanded on it and put it, it more. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see.
3: Published.
2: Just writing that in. Have you ever heard of that book, uh, A Million Little Pieces?
0: Yes, I've read that. Uh read is too. that the isn't that book not
2: It's not real. It's not real, yeah. right? Oh, well, yeah. that's what I was thinking of in the fact where it's like oh this guy wrote this book and then they made a movie out of it and the movie is not about him. It's about this Fictional character named Jared, where uh, similar things happen to him. Oh, so because they change some things up, speed things that's a, up. That's a smart way to like he... buy the rights of a. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> okay.
1: he published the book only in 2016, so it's fairly recent. Yeah, okay. okay so yeah. I so mean, he's I don't, I don't know, I don't know how long it. ago he published his article. It says in 2004 he was 19, and that's when he got into the 12-step program. Well, then Love there you go. Action. Yeah, there you go. So it was around... Oh, that
2: would make sense because he's 18 in a flashback.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. Oh. So he was
2: 19 when this is Because he's at college.
0: Aha. 18 flashbacks, so 19 when college. 23 so when
2: when he's around 23, 23 24 later, when he's And publishing. it was in 2004. Right, so it's like 2008. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So so How of the people was around in 2008?
0: Mm. I don't know, man. I don't yeah. When they had that single, which is what we heard. <laughs> what? Cabin in the Pumped Woods. Pumped Up
1: Kicks? That wasn't that song, right?
0: I don't think it was Foster. I think it was a came foster out like almost song. ten years ago. so yeah, foster, I'm not saying, saying that's old. old. I get that I'm old, but you don't say don't that. Know.
1: You're just saying that to try and make yourself seem less old. But we're old, and I'm the oldest at this table, so you all can shut it. Oh, have the youngest, Boy, you have the youngest
0: soul, though. <laughs> Hello, I, th- I think. <laughs> Aww. Oh. Hmm.
1: Uh, but uh, yeah, a
2: million little pieces. Oh yeah, it reminded Isn't me a lot of that. Cover with all was, the
1: sprinkles,
2: sprinkles on the hands. Hand. <laughs> really cool it is a cover,
1: good yeah. cover. That's I I But the for book's good.
2: It's just not. Yeah. I, I had had a, I had a really I had a really <laughs> cool experience personally with that book because I it was big and I was in the Navy and I wasn't able to get to a bookstore to like get a copy of it. Mm-hmm. And time went on and I finally got a copy, borrowed it from a friend, read it. Loved it, and then the next day is when it was revealed oh, that it that was wasn't real uh, that it wasn't real. Yeah, I like I had just
0: finished it. That guy was also he was about to start or like did start like um oh he had he's everything a lined up. Well, he's a monster. Well, he was about to start like basically something that would like prey on young writers in college to write uh, to ghost write a bunch of different novels that he would like pay them not a lot of money. But yeah. it was to would be like, hey, you want to get into the writing industry? Ghostwrite these young adult books, and I'm going to give you this amount of money, which is way less than what you should be getting for writing yeah. something, but you'll be kind of getting a writing credit or your foot in the door-ish. Sounds uh, like the type of dude that would write a book about uh, himself, drug addiction and lie. Yeah, he was a monster. Very,
2: so, very good work of fiction, the book, yeah, but not as powerful if you know that it's not real.
1: So yeah. another really good work of fiction that I did find really powerful. Um, Harry Potter? It's called A Little Life. Oh. And there was kind of like rumors that it, it might get made into a miniseries or a movie. And I was hoping that the main character would be played by Remy Malik, because then once I heard mm. that idea, it, yeah. it fit really well in the book. But it's also this character that was sexually abused but mm-hmm. then ends up being gay Oh, it was a work of nonfiction. It's, it's no, based it's, on a true story. It's fiction. Oh, it is fiction. It's okay. fiction, but it's a really good book. Yeah. It's it's a hefty book, um, but it's about four friends from college, and the one friend is Jude, and he is an orphan and doesn't know his parents, and he has like the most secretive backstory, and yeah, and it's like also told in weird flashbacks and snippets and you're it's kind of this weird argument where you're sort of like oh does he even want to be gay or is this just because this is all he's ever known because he was abused right but it's like a really powerful story and it's kind of like
2: that sounds good oh, it's really that, good is that the one you did is did you do the audiobook on that
1: yeah it's really good
2: oh do you still have it
1: yeah I can still go let's know that it's really comment. good it's a little long not gonna lie to you it's a little long but it's yeah. very good. And it's heavy. So it kind of reminded me a little bit when we were watching this and I was, like, not expecting that stuff to happen with him and Henry, that I was just like, because <gasps> there were a couple of moments like that reading this book, but it's just still very good. And you're, like, rooting for this guy yeah. to, to to
0: be okay. <laughs> it was, I was glad that, you know, I mean, glad in quotes, but, uh, you know, to, to see the twists and twer- turns happen in the movie, definitely. Because, like, there there is a while where the movie's going where I'm like, I've seen some of these queer tropes before, yeah. you know.
3: Mm-hmm. I and, kind of uh, wanted
1: there to be more interaction between the characters in the program. Like, I think the fact that it was yeah. sort of like a day program where he got picked up at the end of the day almost hindered the, the might be, like just, ability to for him to have a camaraderie. Hard,
0: and like, I don't want to speak too much on it because I haven't read, the, none of us have read the actual memoir. But no. Right. You know. Yeah, the real drama between characters would come from like them all interacting and trying to survive in this in this
2: well, place. Th- right. They're not allowed to really communicate.
3: Yeah, like, that's, that's is they, taken away they from them, yeah. put that
2: in the rules. Like at the beginning, they're like keep communication to a minimum. Like really, the only time they get to talk is when no one's around. They're waiting for a ride. Like yeah. that. And one, that's when you get like these big moments. Oh yeah, like mm-hmm.
1: the one you said was your second scariest moment with Troy Sivan, where he's just like, yeah, you got to fake it till you make it. Like, yeah. just. It's going to be your turn to do your podium talk. You better have a plan. And that was true. Yeah. <laughs> that was so right. And you're like, Aah!
2: I love it too in that scene too because he sees him and he's like, Are you all right? Yeah. Because he's just coming from the, the, the thing with Flea. And right. it's just like, Aah.
1: But I also like that the one character that. Was doing the like no touching and was saluting all the time. He was obviously yeah. getting
0: beaten You're by getting his dad. He getting the shit kicked out of him. Mm-hmm. Is
1: is that the idea? I think
0: that's what it's supposed he to be. He mentioned that he was living with his dad. He's living oh, with his okay. dad. Yeah. At and the his hotel. dad's like not cool with it.
1: Right. Yeah. Because yeah. part of me was worried like, is that actually happening in the place to him?
0: No, I think it's from his dad.
1: That makes more sense. Yeah. That makes more sense. Yeah, that he's
2: not touching people and then, you know, he, he grabs. He grabs Jared as he's trying to leave, right? And like looks down at it, and he sees he's it he it he's And He's, he's like, he's just up. saying that yeah. while he's there, because obviously his dad is hitting him, yeah. while he's there, and he's just pretending to do this while he's at the conversion therapy,
3: just he's, the same as he's, he's
0: projecting in a way, to, yeah. You know, whatnot, where he's yeah. like, he's like. He's like, I should turn you in for that. It's just like, that's how you would feel if this was happening to you. Right. Mm-hmm. It's your, you're projecting your guilt he's onto in another fight person. You. He's like, yeah, I, have exactly. or, I have to fight back,
2: but I have like, to fight back in a way he's, that's going to help me And he's to trying out. to
0: control the whole situation. It's, yeah. you know,
1: so yeah. before we totally wrap things up, can we talk a little bit about, um, I think it, like I think it's kind of powerful that the, the ca- Cameron character is the one that is like, let him go. And then that's the character that ends Well, because
0: he shows him some compassion. Right. And I think I think the... That I whole think, sequence with the
1: coffin and oh can we so talk about that? T- it's so fucking for, terrible. Like his whole family and little He's had to beat him with the like Bible. Him, they they the Bible. made him
0: beat like it's terrible. And um I think in Jared's mind, in context of that scene, like I feel like he might even felt like guilt. Like, I'm the one who touched him. I'm the one who gave him comfort. Oh. So is his death on me? You know what I mean? Like because because the the way the way the dominoes fall in the next three scenes is he gives, like, Cameron's getting, like, yelled at. When they're all leaving, Jared grabs his shoulder as, like, you know, just like, hey, man, you're good. Right. And then later, when Jared's trying to leave, Cameron is the one who steps in and push you know, again, physical contact, pushing mm. someone away. And then the next scene revolving around Cameron is, is him killing himself. So right. I think, you know, I think what I'd imagine that character to feel is is guilt for being, like, I'm the one who reached out. I'm the one who pushed him to do this you know you kind of which is not which is not what happened out obviously
1: you kind of see him throughout the movie though try and offer comfort to all these different people like he's trying to take the heat off of cameron when he's in the hot seat he tries to reach out to the girl sarah that ends up getting like admitted to the residential program i mean there's some
0: people like the quote-unquote like weaker people in the program who i think are getting preyed upon more Cameron being sarah cameron like they're being the ones who are kind of like Having the harder time, right? And I think it's because again, you know, they don't they don't pass as well as Jared. You know, Jared could fake it till he makes it. He could fake but he, it, but he stood up for himself, right? You know, and yeah. that's and that's the difference.
2: I think I think uh, Cameron, you know, and not to put my own ideas on like what I think actually happened if this actually did happen to a real person, but yeah. in the context of the movie, it seems to me that Cameron probably killed himself because he saw that.
3: Jared Jared didn't
2: Jared didn't like it there, and he, he and his and his mom saved yeah, it His mother, his mom came and he got him. And Jared uh, Cameron was getting beaten by his own family. Yeah, his parents. His gave family up on him. came. And they didn't rescue him. They saw it was happening and they went even further. That's and I true. think that he, he in that moment, that's, he that's why he saved out. Jared is because he's like, your mom's right there. She's going to get you out. And, right. he, and he knows that he's big. He was made fun of for being big. That makes mm-hmm. sense. And I really do like that he pushes the guy that was like trying to act all masculine
3: Very and true. That, and
2: Flea immediately cowers. True. True. What happens yeah. because Cameron's so big? Yeah, and he's like, "You think being big is what is what being masculine is all about? That's not what it's about." And in that moment, it's like, "It is bet your damn ass!" Like, I yeah. don't care if masculine's got nothing to do with it. He's he's yeah, big. He's tougher than you, right? And what you're doing is wrong. And he's not going to let you do it. True. And I I th- I do I do think that there's probably a little bit to Jared feeling bad about the fact that he did lend a helping hand. To like he gave not he gave that, Cameron an Olive Branch like, and Cameron gave him an Olive Branch kind of way.
1: He probably feels bad that he left him there because he obviously yeah. knew he was having a hard time. He was getting singled True. out. I you mean, know he what I mean? Like not do anything though, right? No, yeah. I know. But I but just from the type of person where it seems like he's checking on all these people, you know, just it boosts the character yeah. that he's a good person. He's looking out for other people. He's, he's He's having his own shitty time, but he's still worried about somebody else having a hard time. So, for sure, yeah. it's a
2: good movie. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. Good job, Joel. Um,
0: good job. How do you guys think this is gonna like shape up in like the bigger kind of like awards season? Because we're getting into some of these movies uh, that may or may not like be pegged for some of these things. I
1: don't think Joel will get nominated. You shut your mouth. Don't say pegged. Don't reference that. What is that? Why you were looking at him? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: They've it's, made fun. Of me we we, we also
0: before. I've made fun of Bird from. Yeah,
1: well, yeah. if you're British, that's what that means.
2: That's fine. Yeah, that's Means fine. Means another thing too.
1: Okay, that's fine.
0: What do you guys think this movie's gonna do in awards season?
1: I mean, maybe Lucas will get nominated. He that's probably kind won't of what win. I was thinking. Yeah, maybe Nicole will get nominated.
0: Yeah, I think
2: she's the one that's kind of circling. People are talking about her. Yeah. I hope. Ru- I hope Russell. He's also best supporting actor. He's Come very, on, he's very good. Angry. I watched Gladiator recently, and that Ooh. movie. Bucks. Gladiator <laughs> is great. Gladiator is so much fun. It's a very silly movie, but it's, it Russell does Crow. what it does. Didn't
0: Gladiator win? Like, I never saw Gladiator. It won everything. Uh, Gladiator's won everything. so good! Like,
2: best actor. I'm pretty sure it won best picture. Like, it's, it is. Love it's a it. damn good movie for I gotta,
0: 2000. I gotta check it out still. Yeah, I could definitely see Lucas Hedges getting some love. That's who I would like to see get some love as, like, not just, you know, supporting role finally, like him getting love as, like, the main the main guy. Yeah. That'd be nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but I don't we'll
2: know. See. We were talking about like what the best actress thing is going to be going up against Lady Gaga and stuff like that this year. Do they
0: have? Um, is there? Well, I don't think, think a... Nicole
1: would get nominated for best. She'd probably no get best
2: supporting. supporting. No, but we were talking about best actress because yeah. we're getting to the point now where it's like, yeah, we're getting all those big guys coming on out now that are going to be getting nominated soon. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's that is true. I don't know. I'm just looking at. I'm looking at Mr. Russell Crowe's IMDb. Oh. it's been a while since he's really won anything I've done anything.
2: well yeah I mean he got he had that one two punch where he uh, he won um, he won Gladiator and then the next year A Beautiful Mind came out and he got nominated and everybody thought he was going to win right. because it's the better performance but uh, he got knocked out by somebody else and then there was like Cinderella Man was there was like all these movies that he was doing and that was like the Russell Crowe train where mm. it's essentially where he came from yeah but uh, he's kind of an out of it now, and kudos to him for doing that to his body to look like that guy. Because Russell Crowe does not look like him. No,
0: yeah, ever. he ate some food. Yeah, to th- be. And, that and that when person. they showed a
2: picture of the dad, you're like, yeah. Russell Crowe looks exactly like that guy, only yeah. with Russell Crowe's face.
1: Whereas Nicole yeah. Kidman is not the mom, but in but yeah. she but she does a good job in the sort of. Uh, I don't want to dig myself in a hole, but just like the idea of the like the bleach blonde super makeup su- sure. southern mom. Yeah. Like, totally. Yeah, I'm not play- trying to cast judgment she, on anybody <laughs> but
2: she even says that that's what yeah. she is. It's just like yeah. all these men showed
0: up to yeah. define your and future I, and I just rolled over and went along with yeah. it. Yeah, She has the uh, let me see your manager haircut and she, and she wears it well.
1: Yeah. She's got a <laughs> lot of eye me. makeup on. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, I really, they both, they both really disappear into those roles. I I don't, I think the, the trifecta that they have as actors in this film are, are very powerful I mean I
2: think it's a hard thing to be Nicole Kidman and disappear into a role
1: true I so mean that's like at this
2: point. Tom Cruise's whole thing is that he can't disappear into roles anymore so he's, he's just himself. Tom Cruise
0: yeah
2: still one of the best movies of this year man Fallout
0: <laughs> it's, <a laughs> it's
2: good I like it like, that's a damn good movie it's,
0: it's one of the most fun movies of the year I'll give you that isn't yeah. that why you go to action movies yeah, yeah. for fun
1: yeah alright yeah. so any closing thoughts
0: I think I got all my my stuff out there. All you guys, yeah. this is a
2: good one. I'd like to see get into that ten best picture nomination. Like, it won't get best director, but you know, like there's those ones that, that they give because now they do ten instead of five. I'd yeah. like it. I
1: wonder. I nice. I'll I'll have this, have to see is what the screenplay you know? I mean, is. The
0: is there a best adapted screenplay? Because yeah. I think that's where this yeah, could. it's by Joel Edgerton too. Yeah. yeah, I could see that.
1: I mean, mm-hmm. I could see that.
0: We'll see. Yeah, when we get closer to award, to award season, I like to ask at the end of some hot takes just to be like, how do you guys think it's going to stack up to some of the other movies we have seen this year?
3: Yeah. And I'm we also yeah. get
1: to do our Oscars
0: predictions. We'll Oscars predictions. get for that soon.
1: I'm behind on my movie watching. I don't, I don't know if I, I feel confident about my Oscar predictions. <laughs>
0: We got more time. I watched for, so for many those, movies we have extra last time. year. Because it's like, Ooh. what, February or March? They do that? It's in February. Yeah, so May we got February. February. Well, I'm we also time.
2: really excited, too, because now we're starting to see trailers for movies that are not coming out this year, so I don't have to see a movie where I'm like, man, I'm really excited to see Gloria Bell, but that's an extra movie that I have to see before the end of the year to make mm. sure I got a good list. Right. Mm. Now it's like, oh, that comes out in the spring? Good. Yeah, yeah.
0: that's true. I want to see that uh, that new uh, Lanthamus movie. Oh, oh the favorite? Yeah. The favorite. I see that. that looks I don't, good. Instead coming soon, I'm like, how soon? Now? Look no, it's me.
1: it's this year. It's
0: this year. It's coming out in December, I
1: think.
3: Yeah.
0: So. And Creed comes out this week. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> Can't wait. I'm into I'm into some Creed too. Hi. All right. Well, <clears throat> thank you guys for joining me. Yeah.
3: You're thank welcome. you so
0: much for listening to another episode of Hot Takes, the Story Screen podcast, where we get real spicy about new movies. Um <laughs> We're not the only podcast on Story Screen. Uh, Story Screen is a host to many other podcasts, including Overdrinkers, Catherine Raycast, where we cover TV. Overdrinkers covers older movies, more retrospective. Always drunk—that's how it works. It most merged. of the time. Most of the time. <laughs> Last one, the one I'm going to be a on next. I was blackout drunk. Towards uh, the end. so look out for that when it gets here. Um... But again, thank you for listening. We're on Instagram at story underscore screen underscore beacon. Good job. And thank you. And we're also on Facebook and we're also on Twitter. Uh, I'm not sure what our Twitter handle is. At
2: story underscore screen. And might I say, I really like those glasses on you. These
0: suck. I can't wait to get new ones. No, I really like them. They're, I, they're, they're really like too nice. small. They're, they're, like they're too small. And uh,
1: the website yeah. is storyscreenbeacon.com. They look really they get, nice.
0: <laughs> they're it's not got an edge to it. They are too small for my giant head. But right. the, the ones I bought, yeah, look nice. Are coming. We call
2: that a noggin. All right.
0: Robbie. Giant noggin. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening, guys. We'll be back at you with more spicy takes and other news very soon.
1: Bye. Bye.
0: Bye.
2: Diana, can you talk a little bit?
1: Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ran. i am good. Not too loud. Ba-ba-raan. Cool. <laughs> I just sang that in a junior high chorus.
3: Oh, did you? And
1: I was one of the <coughs> few that could do harmony, so mm-hmm. they made me be alto. Which, like, now that I'm older and I've yelled a lot, I probably am alto.
3: Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I, they, they'd make you do all the weird harmony notes and you're like went ah. to the dance looking for a match. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I didn't do chorus after I didn't have to do it anymore mm. I also played the clarinet in elementary school Ooh. oh yeah
1: yeah I did piano so I was never in band until jazz band but yeah then it was just all about faking like, I, uh, pretending to play
0: music has <laughs> never made sense to me that's like the one like art thing where I'm like I have like no concept of how this works that's okay it's, it's, I think it's, I'm not good at math and I think music's very like math oriented in some way i don't know maybe for for some maybe for some yeah.
1: <laughs> i'm not good at math it's, <laughs> never, it's
0: never worked for me
1: maybe that's why i'm not that good
0: yeah I, maybe i have bad hand eye coordination i don't know mm. i'm a little clumsy
1: mm.